In this episode of the Exploring for Security podcast, what is B-Sides Nashville? Welcome to the Exploring for Security podcast, where you will learn, explore, and grow your security mindset. I am your host, Timothy Block, and in this episode, we will be exploring what is B-Sides Nashville. I had the rare opportunity to actually interview someone in person for this, this podcast, so I, I took that opportunity, and I... I interviewed Jennifer Samardak and Finn Breland, who are both organizers for B-Sides Nashville. So with that, let's jump right into it. So um, so what is B-Sides Nashville? So B-Sides uh, is actually a, a conference that goes on in multiple cities across the U.S. You, you may have been to multiple various B-Sides across the country. Um, and rather than being a very formalized, corporate-sponsored, uh, structured um, event. It is a community organized and run event. This gives opportunity um, for different kinds of speakers to come in um, and the Nashville information security community has very organically grown and put together this conference uh, to be something that is sort of um, of us and by us and that is not to say that folks from outside of Nashville don't come in because there are uh, a lot of folks that come in and travel from around the region and, and even from different countries. I think we have some folks uh, from out of country that come every year. So um, sort of a, a grassroots, community organized, information security conference that fits the needs of the security community here in Nashville and beyond. So yeah, on your point about other countries and stuff, I think you did have a competition last year where you gave away like a book. Yeah. or something for someone who had traveled the longest distance. And it was, I believe, a country in Europe. I'm not, the, yeah. the country name actually is failing me. Or maybe it was South America, or not, South, South Africa. Well, I think we're gonna beat all those this year. We actually have, well, I don't know if they, the, we had several submissions from New Zealand. Yeah, we had oh, wow. submissions from New Zealand, but they yeah. were not able to make it. Yeah, it's been so, a long trip. I guess yeah. we won't fault them for that. But yeah, it certainly draws interest. Uh, if we get a really big sponsor next year, we can just pay the airfare. That's right. That's yeah, right. yeah, yeah. So Nashville is kind of like, I keep telling people, it's like the tech hub of the East Coast. It's, it's become almost, I, I don't want to say Silicon Valley. I don't think it's that extreme. But there is a lot of technology out in Nashville right now. It's, it, I mean, it's known for its country music and its, its music in general. But it's really become like a tech scene for a lot of people. Yeah, I think what's cool about this conference, too, is we, we sort of assimilate and take on some of the characteristics of the Nashville culture, whether that's, you know, obviously there's a lot of influence in the healthcare scene into Nashville information security, uh, but then also cultural elements. I mean, you come to B-Sides Nashville, you're probably going to get some barbecue or, you know, <laughs> go out and get you some hot chicken uh, the next day. Or I mean, there's a lot of different things you can do to sort of sink yourself into uh, what is Nashville, and that's a culture we want people to experience at B-Sides Nashville that you might not get from another kind of security conference. We also have a very laid back environment. So there's plenty of time in between the different talks to conversate. And then we have a section called the fishbowl. And the past couple years we've done Minecraft. So we have some more like family oriented, group oriented events that people can do um, either in between the talks or during the talks if they want to take a break. Uh, So it's just a really kind of comfortable focus you're not running around you're not trying to figure out where you're supposed to be next um so nashville nice yeah and i I think we've all been in those situations where you come out of a talk and there's this you know talking to the guy or gal next to you about this interesting concept that's been delivered and uh, we really want those natural conversations and collaborations to come out of that and so the sort of the quote-unquote fishbowl space 
uh, that we have is an open area where people can come in uh, and sort of sit down, enjoy conversation without feeling that pressure of rushing from track to track. So we try to encourage that as well. Yeah. Uh, you t talk about the fishbowl and some of the like kid activities. So it's like for all ages. I know last year you had like a almost like a hardware hacking section as well. I'm actually. This is going to be the first B-Sides I'm going to bring my daughter to, yeah. to come around. I'm, I'm doing pictures, but I'm also hoping that, like, if she sees Minecraft, I'm just, she's just going to be there all day <laughs> wanting to do stuff in Minecraft. But, and what I like about it is it's not just giving them a computer, but there was, like, a competition as well. Like, mm -hmm. how can you build a, a secure Minecraft lair or, or whatever with it? And there was an actual, like, judging and all that stuff. So I, I, that's really great and family-friendly, too. We usually get students involved too. Mm -hmm. So there, we're actually hosted at Lipscomb University. We may not have touched on that yet, but right. uh, Lipscomb runs an information security program at undergrad and grad level. And so there's always students that kind of want to hang out, help run the Minecraft uh, competition <laughs> and stuff like that. Um, but you're absolutely right. You know, this is meant to be a space where there are open hands-on learning opportunities as well as the, you know, go sit in a room and listen to an expert sort of. Um, you know, pontificate for a while. You know, there's right. both of those speeds for you if that's uh, what you're looking for. Yeah. Right. And we also have um, three specific tracks. So you can dedicate yourself or you can mix and match what you want to do. So there's red, which is for attacking, and then blue, which is your security, and then green, which goes all the way from how do I present myself in an interview, right? Like shake the hand firmly, make eye contact, <laughs> um, all the way to here's an overview of what your options are in InfoSec and then going on into how do I take this great proposal and present it to my boss or present it to the board and try and get funding. So we try to include a wide variety of topics so that there's something for everyone, whether you've been in InfoSec for 20 plus years and your first program was written on a DOS PC Junior, or if you just got started and you're contemplating you know, going to a software school or took something online and just want to learn some more. Or if you haven't started yet. Or you haven't started yet. Yeah, yeah, no, absolutely. And, and that's what I love about like this conference too, is that you have the blue, you have the red, which a lot of conferences have. Mm -hmm. Um, but you also have the green. And I remember the first year you guys instituted the green, that track was absolutely packed. There was not yep. an open seat. There was standing room for all the talk. So I think that's really unique and great about this conference. Yeah, and I think that the conversation that happens in the green track is, is really cool because it's sort of this exploration of, you know, introducing people to the security realm who might be policy writers, who might be hackers, who might be um, network administrators, you know, whoever it is. Uh, we get to have this very organic conversation about, you know, here is the InfoSec field in all its many different colors and, um, and help introduce people to that spectrum. And then it also develops into this conversation of uh, what do we want information security in Nashville to look like for these newcomers and things of that sort. So it kind of has a, a bit of an underpinning to it that's really interesting, I think. Right, right. And one of the, one of the things, we're going to go back to food here, yeah. that I also like really like about this conference is that, and I've told, I, I've told everyone I've talked to, security and otherwise, that this is the conference with the best food for lunch. <laughs> I've been to yep. several B-sides, Yep. Um, love them all to death. Sometimes I get a sandwich, sometimes I get Chick-fil-A, sometimes I get pizza. I get barbecue with, with baked beans yep. and uh, potato salad, and like, and this is from a local joint yep. that comes in and does full catering service, and I don't see that anywhere else. Yeah, so it's Martin's Barbecue, which is incredible if you've never had it. 
And the, actually, the first year we had B-sides here at Lipscomb in Nashville, the first B-sides in Nashville, um, Ed Rojas was adamant that everyone would get a, a half rack of ribs uh, for lunch, which made the line insanely long. Um, but it was it was pretty funny watching a lot of folks, you know, walk into that lunchroom with a giant half rack of ribs on their plate. I guess I had an Elvis impersonator. Yeah, Elvis there. impersonator walking around. Yeah, yeah. Another unique thing about Nashville. Yeah, uh, that will not be at the next B-side. I, I hate to disappoint you, but uh, uh, it was a little awkward when he was singing a cappella. But he did, I mean, he did a great job. Right, right. Um, just not something we're uh, aching to repeat. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was from the first one. So that's you right. Certainly, you make choices that you kind of, yeah, I should have done that. That's, that's right. fine, that's fine. Um, but yeah, absolutely. The food is, is just, that's... I tell everyone, and I think I saw a tweet, and I wanted to respond back because I think it was from someplace in Europe. I want to say like Jim Manicode was over there and had like a little small play with like a couple little things, and I was like, "Oh, that's cute." Yeah. <laughs> Here's what we have at B Size Nashville. Yeah, so, we don't mess around. Yeah. That's for sure. Yeah. Not only are we having awesome food at B Size, but at the after party, I believe we're having fried pickles. Ooh, there you go. Who doesn't like fried pickles? All right, so let's talk about the after party. What's what's the after party? The after party will be at the poorhouse. Um, very easily access accessible. Um, they have valet parking, so anyone who has been in around Nashville knows that parking is a joy. <laughs> uh, so we worked to to have that not be an issue, and we're going to have the building. We're going to have some music. Um, yeah, all to ourselves. Yep. So That's it'll be awesome. all these sides. Yeah, wow. yeah. We'll have a variety of, of different kinds of food. I believe, did we go with the sliders? Uh, yeah, we went actually and tasted the food last yeah. week um, and while we were kind of setting up what we were going to have. And it's incredible. I'm not one for um, BLTs, actually. They have a BLT slider. It's amazing. Really? It's, yeah. yeah. I love really a BLT. Good. Yeah. No, the, the these BLT things slider is not something I've seen before. They're legit. So, uh, <laughs> so the food checks out. Uh, the drinks are, are, are drinks, and I'm sure most people will appreciate that. Um, and if if B-Sides is these, you know, uh, during the day, the structured educational, you know, uh, work on yourself and pr professional development, all that good stuff, the after party is absolutely the opposite. You just kind of hang out. Have a good well. I guess we'll have a good time during the day, but oh yeah, it's yeah. just it's relaxed, it's unstructured. You know, everyone gets together and has a, a really good time. So. Yeah, one of one of the things I like about B sides too is networking. So events like yeah. that really, you meet people during the day, and then it's you know you see them at night, or you know you're able to. One of the things I've found now going to as many concerts as I is that I see a lot of people. So like I get to catch up with them maybe for just a few minutes. So having something like that later on, you know, just gives me more opportunity to catch up with people. So that's great. Absolutely. So uh, one thing, uh, what is the date of the conference? It is April 22nd. Yeah, and we recommend that people, I mean, registration, I believe, starts at 8. Is that right? Yes. So we recommend getting around 7 so that you can make sure you get parked, walk over. Get first dibs on all the swag. Yes, registration is at 8, and then the keynote starts at 9, and so we like to have everyone in, settled in. And we are very excited keynote. about the keynote, oh, by yes. the way. So Amanda Berlin's coming in, um, and she's actually going to be releasing a book. I think it uh, goes live three days after the conference, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, the 25th is the date for right now. Yeah. Yep. Um, so we're very excited her, about her as a speaker, and her topic is, I believe, on mental illness... Uh, in the information security community, talks about a lot of the pressure so we as InfoSec professionals put on ourselves uh, socially, professionally, 
uh, all that stuff and how to help one another deal with that pressure in a healthy way, which is a really cool um, yeah. sort of angle to dig at uh, in this conference. Yeah, that sounds good. I, and I know Amanda, she's, she's been on the podcast before, so I, I'm really looking forward to seeing her her talk on that kind of thing. And I know she's excited yeah. about Probably a little bit nervous, too, that she's key, this is her first keynote. But yeah, that's, uh, that's really exciting. Um, one thing I want to talk about is parking here. Yeah. Because I've been to a few conferences, mm-hmm. and parking seems to be something that people get confused about. Yeah. So can we talk a little bit about what people are supposed to do when they come and park? Absolutely. Sure. Uh, so I actually used to work at Lipscomb University, so uh, I, I think I have a pretty good handle on it. Um, my recommendation would be, so if you're coming to Lipscomb University, it's sort of sandwiched in between two roads called Granny White Pike and Belmont Boulevard. And you can enter the university from either of those sides, but you cannot cross through. So I would recommend that you come from the Belmont Boulevard side and park. Uh, there's a building called Ezel. Uh, there's a loop that goes by some of the administrative buildings that face out there. Uh, either one of those are pretty good. And Lipscomb is simple about parking. If you're in between two spaces and it's not labeled handicap or faculty staff or something you know you're not, uh, you can park there okay. and you're safe and you're good. And if you get a ticket, um, tell me and I'll get it taken care of. <laughs> uh, not if you park at a handicap spot. That's yeah, your fault. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that's so, your yeah. fault. That's on you. Uh, and shame on you. But um, <laughs> So yeah, that's, those would be the recommended places. There's a parking area. There's all kinds of places around campus to park. It's on a Saturday, and so I doubt we'll have too many issues unless you just yeah. park really far away from the Swang building, which is pretty centrally located on campus. Okay. Yeah. So there is a parking garage if you come into Granny White way right yes is that where can you because i've been up there and parked on like the top level yeah that's actually a great park okay place to park as well um and so you just want to make sure you're, you're sort of shading towards the south end of campus okay which is down by the soccer fields and the, the arena and all that stuff um if you get confused walk towards the center of campus and you will find a brick square which is the center swaying faces the square Okay. And so it's pretty easy to find from there. We'll have signage out. We'll have some mm-hmm. volunteers. Right. You'll see a flood of um, joyous hackers frolicking about. <laughs> yeah. So it should be easy to spot. Yeah, yeah, and we have people, we have volunteers that show up and actually just monitor the parking lot so they can flag you in if you have okay. that look in your eyes of confusion. <laughs> yep. They're especially trained to spot that look. Yeah. Um, and they will calm you down and get you into a parking spot. Okay. Yeah, that's good. Um, are we, is there anything for the morning? Coffee? Are you doing coffee, tea? Or should people be expected to bring that? Should we do, yeah. Yes, we are doing coffee. Yeah? Lots of coffee. In yeah. fact, the amount of money we spent on coffee, I thought was a lot. So there will yeah. be a lot of coffee. <laughs> plenty of coffee. There will be plenty of coffee. I don't no. think we're doing munchies, though. Yeah. You might want to bring your own donut. Yeah. But uh, we're, we're involved in the planning, so now that you mention it, perhaps we'll bring it up next week to see if we can right. get some donuts. <laughs> and, if I, and Gabe Bassett will probably have tea somewhere. Yeah. You know, I don't know if we will. Okay, but, but yeah, it's more black. I mean, you guys yeah. are giving us lunch. Yeah. yeah. Like a pretty awesome lunch, so. Yeah, for a know. $10 ticket at a yeah. nonprofit conference, you get right. a full lunch and coffee throughout the day um, and some after party. And games. an awesome t-shirt. And, and one more note, too, while we're talking about the issue of cost. So... One of the cool things about uh, B-Sides is we're a nonprofit organization. Uh, and so we actually, the organizers do this all as volunteer. We don't make any money off this. Mm-hmm. Or if everyone else has been making money and I haven't, I'm going to be really upset because <laughs> Jeff and Lauren have been lying to me for years. Um, 
but uh, we do this all um, by, of course, the support through tickets, uh, but sponsor support as well is, is hugely important to us. Our sponsors have been incredible. Lipscomb has hosted us for the past uh, four years and helped us out there. Um, and there's a number of other uh, companies that have sponsored you know, monetarily. They come in, uh, in person as well. Uh, great to meet and, uh, and chat with. So please be good to our sponsors. Go out to the website, check them out. Um, and then day of also, you know, kind of make the rounds. I'm sure they'll have some good swag and giveaways and all that fun stuff. Do you have any so, more sponsor slots available if someone's interested? People that are interested in sponsoring should absolutely reach out and have a conversation with us because we'd love to find a way to partner and, you know, get them involved. Uh, but with print deadlines and stuff like that, there may be limited opportunities. Right. Well, maybe next year then, too. Sure, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. But we're always interested in talking to companies about how they can oh, make B-Sides more awesome. All right, so who should attend B-Sides Nashville? Anyone. Anyone? <laughs> <laughs> um, no, seriously, though. I mean, if you have any interest in InfoSec, if you think you might be interested in it, if you've been involved in the community for 20 years, if you we're in the community and got out and would like to find another job and you want to network. Um, if you are five years old, might be limited, but we could find something for you to do. Um, Minecraft. Yeah, probably Minecraft. <laughs> yeah. Probably Minecraft. I mean, like we have all ages, we have all walks of life, uh, college kids. We actually um, have a, a mother-son duo that come every year, half the past yeah. few years. Um, you have your suit and tie healthcare security professionals that come in. You have Trump's 400-pound Russian hacker. <laughs> there. Apologies to any actual 400-pound hackers that arrive. Um, you know, and, and so there is just a, a huge stratification, like she said. It's open to anybody. It's the information security community, and that is reflective of, of how everybody looks. I'm technically an inf information security professional, and I probably have the weirdest background of anyone in that field um, in terms of a history degree from undergrad and years of experience as a mission worker in China and weird stuff like that. So right. we all, you know, come from different angles, and that's reflective of how B-Sides looks. Right. Yeah. So, yeah, so, so speaking about, um, you know, people coming, I've actually snagged two developers from work to come nice. who are interested in security to come to the conference, had them already get their ticket, they're excited to come. Um, so, yeah. Um, so is there anything else uh, that we haven't already talked about that you would like to mention? Yeah, so um, one would be location and hotel details and all that fun stuff. So if, you're, if you got your ticket to the conference, uh, but you kind of don't know what happens next, we are located in the Green Hills area of Nashville, where Lipscomb University is. And so we have a block of hotel rooms at the Hampton Inn Green Hills. There's one place you can stay. You can certainly stay anywhere else in Nashville that you like, um, but it is very conveniently located, walking distance to all kinds of restaurants and some bars and things of that sort uh, that you can go to. And it's about a three minute drive from campus, if that. You could walk it if all you're right. feeling especially healthy that day. Um, <laughs> so there's, there's lots of things um, that you can do around the Green Hills area. And then of course, Nashville is an amazing place to um, chase down some extra stuff for your weekend, you know? Yeah, I'd, I'd actually say too, Nashville's a pretty big Airbnb town. Sure. So that could be an option for some people. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and hotels can get expensive yeah. around the weekends. So, uh, so keep an eye on those uh, reduced uh, price places <laughs> you can go. And, yep. and Jennifer, you got any night on the town tips for us or anything? 
Um, I don't have a huge night on the town tip. So if someone comes to Nashville... Bars with what, music. What's like the two things they need to do? <laughs> um, I would, if you can go to the Frist, it is our art museum. Mm-hmm. It is housed in a post office that was built back in, I believe it was the 20s and the 30s. It is amazing architecture. And right now they have the, I hope I pronounce this word properly, Buddhist mon- mandala. That Man- sounds good to me. Yeah. So they've made this huge mandala. I'm slaughtering how it sounds. Anyway, out of these like little particles of sand, right? And so it's all of these different oh. colors. It's absolutely amazing. Um, I haven't been out there. I've seen some pictures and it's gorgeous. Um, and their entry fee is very reasonable. Um, if you like cars, there's Lane Motor Museum, which has some really interesting stuff in it too. Yeah. And if you're hungry, there's just about any type of food. Yeah. And plus, hackers in an art museum. Like, that's, that's going to be the next great reality show. You know, yeah. I'm worlds just, collide. They have some really awesome exhibits. I love the Frist, yeah. yeah. And yeah. when you're done at the Frist, you can walk one block down to get to the bars with music on Broadway. I'll, yeah. I'll say this if it's your first time in Nashville, like, all the locals will judge you for it, but don't tell them where you're going. Night one, just go downtown, go to Broadway, put on the cowboy hat, put on the cowboy boots, and just have a great time. Uh, don't tell the locals, because they'll, they'll shame you for it, uh, but just do it. Uh, then night two, you know, get sophisticated and go to all the local joints that, you know, more on Demumbrian and um, the Gulch. and well, I don't know if those are local joints, but what, follow the locals. Do what they do. <laughs> you know, frolic with them. They'll the locals fun. are not wearing cowboy boots and sundresses. No, no, they will laugh at you if you do this. So, um, yeah. Make sure someone's following you with a recorder. Right. Yeah. But you got to get the touristy stuff out of the way. Yeah. It's just a, it's a, it's a piece of it. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. All right, well, what would you like to plug? Besidesnash.org and uh, Twitter handle. At Besidesnash. Besides <laughs> oh, that's a good synchronization there. Pretty good to go. Um, are, well, I, actually, are you guys uh, needing any more volunteers still? We always need volunteers. Okay. How, do they, how would someone reach out if they want to get? Um, there is a link on the website um, where the volunteers can fill out a form, which then goes to an amazing spreadsheet developed by myself. And um, I will set an email with the super secret code so you can get your free ticket. Um, so you can come volunteer. And I work really hard to make sure if there's certain talks you want to go see that you get to go see those. Um, and if you, we especially need um, assistance with AV. So if you know how to start and stop AV equipment, um, we could use some of your talent. So please feel free to, to hit us up or um, volunteer at B-Sides. Dot org. Besides Nash.org. Oh, volunteer volunteer. Nash.org. Okay. And if you're interested in other partnership opportunities, sponsorship, those kinds of things, we, we do want to hear from you. Uh, info at besidesnash.org is the address for that one. That's info at besidesnash.org. Uh, one more thing I do want to talk about is Lipscomb University's master's program. So Lipscomb's been a host to the conference since its beginning. Uh, I actually met Ed Rojas while I was working for Lipscomb, and he was like, what a great university. Why don't we try to host this thing here? Um, I personally am a graduate of undergrad and grad from Lipscomb. I got my master's in IT uh, from here uh, just last year. And so they do master's programs at night. Um, the three big programs they have in the computing space are data science, uh, IT, which does include a, a security concentration, um, and then uh, software engineering. So if you're of the developer persuasion, if you're more into analytics, uh, or if you're on the IT, either the management or the security side, um, they've kind of got something for everybody. They run them at night. 
Uh, so very good for working professionals uh, who want to kind of come back and do another degree. So they've been very good to us uh, year after year and they'll continue to host it. So it's a great opportunity if you have questions about the program, come talk to some of the folks that'll be here from Lipscomb, look around at the space because uh, this is kind of what they do. They like being into the information security and IT community and uh, they're really cool to have hosted us for these last four years. Awesome. All right, well, thank you for joining me to discuss what is B-Size National. Absolutely, thank you. Thanks. That will do it. Hopefully you learned something. Feedback is welcome at timothy.dblock at gmail.com or on Twitter at timothydblock. Show notes can be found at timothydblock.com forward slash E-I-S. If you enjoyed the show, share it with others and rate it on iTunes. Have a good one.